Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, July 7th. U.S. equity futures are picking up this morning where they left off yesterday, so you have pretty healthy outperformance in the NASDAQ. So NASDAQ futures are up nearly 70 points. That's about 47 basis points. The Dow futures are up just 28 points. That's just eight basis points. And the NASDAQ is up seven points. That's about 15 basis points. So continuation of what you saw yesterday, very strong outperformance in tech. The overall S&P yesterday rebounded and finished off uh, mildly overall. Although, again, if you look beneath the surface, you saw extraordinary underperformance in cyclical value. The equal weighted S&P traded much worse than the headline market cap weighted S&P. And tech, um, so a very strong gain specifically within tech. Amazon had a huge upside breakout. Um, you know, nearly one year after setting its prior high, it finally broke out of this, you know, 12-month range. Um setting fresh highs. And then Apple has a very similar chart as well. So those two mega cap stocks um, breaking out in the fashion they are is kind of sending a very um, bright green light for people to chase tech, continuing the theme that you saw throughout June of investors kind of abandoning cyclical value, um, buying treasuries, and then buying tech. And a lot of that has to do, again, with this peak everything thesis that has been gaining a lot of traction, continues to be confirmed by central bank policy, um, where you can, again, continue to see tightening steps get taken around the world. You had one from Australia Tuesday morning. Um, the Fed minutes today are likely to have a hawkish tone, are likely to suggest that the FOMC will be tapering, um, most likely starting in December of this year, if not um, possibly in November, um, and then continuing, um, you know, probably wrapping up the tapering process by the middle of next year. Again, you're seeing the tightening process occur at a much, much slower pace than the economy is rebounding. So in general, it's still an extraordinarily supportive backdrop for risk assets. But um, at the margin, again, you are seeing a tightening of monetary policy, fiscal policy is tightening also. Even if you see Congress um, you know, pass this recent bipartisan bill, and even if you were to see Congress pass on, um, on rec- via reconciliation additional steps, the fiscal stimulus being adopted right now pales in comparison to what was passed um, in 2020 and then early in 2021 to combat the pandemic. So fiscal monetary policy are tightening at the margin. You're seeing um, you know, growth again on an absolute basis is still relatively healthy, but it is losing momentum at the margin. And you're also now past kind of um, the biggest base effects as far as year-in-year comparisons are concerned. So all those factors are contributing to this kind of this peak every peak everything um, scenario. And again, that's fueling the rally you're seeing in tech, that's hurting cyclicals, um, and it's driving yields lower. So that's kind of the backdrop for the market. Um, As far as major incremental news overnight, not really anything to kind of note yet a few economic figures. Um, None of them are really impacting the broader narrative. You had the European Union come out and increase its growth inflation forecasts for the region's economy. Um, you know, this was a scheduled event, so it's not really, um, it's not a surprise and it's really just kind of catching up to where the market already is with regards to forecast. So, um, I would not read much into that. A bunch more articles about OPEC and, um, where things stand with regards to the Saudi United Arab Emirates rift that kind of, um, is preventing a deal from being reached. Oil does, um, have a mild bid this morning. Um, you know, however, it, it sank pretty dramatically yesterday. Um, another article um, just talking about how U.S. shale players remain extremely disciplined. They are not rushing to increase capacity despite the recent increase in prices. So that, I, again, is just the latest um, data point suggesting that you do have 
um, tailwind supporting oil with regards to supply in that OPEC and U.S. shale companies are staying very disciplined. Um, you know, I still think what's occurring with OPEC is at best a neutral um, and possibly a negative to the extent this kind of undermines the cartel and you start to see it become less effective. Um, that will only mean more supply over time, not less. Um, and those are kind of the major backdrops. You had a couple more, um, you know, a couple more articles just about the IPO environment with China and what happened with Didi. Um, you know, that definitely is something interesting to watch, but again, nothing too incremental. Um, and that is pretty much it for macro news on the micro front. Again, relatively quiet evening. You had Samsung Electronics post their preliminary Q2 operating profit and revenue figures. Both came in above expectations. The operating f- profit figure was, um, bolstered by a one-time uh, gain that they do not break out specifically. So that stock fell about 50 basis points in South Korea. So, you know, obviously markets are not really celebrating too much. Royal Dutch Shell came out in Europe this morning, said that they would be ramping capital return buyback dividends um, earlier than anticipated. So that stock is outperforming. Um, you know, otherwise investors are really just kind of waiting for earnings to start. The Q2 season officially kicks off in less than a week. So Tuesday morning, the 13th, you have Goldman, JP Morgan, Pepsi. That will um, mark the beginning of the Q3 of the Q2 earnings seasons and, and that will, you know, last into uh, mid-August. Um, and so after the minutes today, this afternoon at two o'clock, and then you have China inflation Friday morning. That's pretty much it as far as this week is concerned. But like I said, next week, um, you know, you get re- you get into earnings season, and obviously that will be the next major catalyst for the market. Um, the calendar, like I said, just the minutes today, two o'clock. That's pretty much it. You do have the Jilts report at ten a.m. Um, you know, the Jilts report is a month lag versus the labor report, which we got Friday, which was for June. You know, but I think in general, the data continues to suggest that you are seeing some improvement in the labor supply backdrop. Um, and that will that will help aid um, job creation over the coming months. Um, and then the Jolts report again will probably stay very elevated, which is you know encouraging as far as um, in, a, an indication of the underlying health of the labor economy, the amount of job openings that are out there. Uh, so that is everything for today, Wednesday, July seventh. Uh, thank you everyone for listening.